Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Wolf 359. Let's run it again. Shouldn't we take five, Captain? I think the good ship Lollipop could use a bit of downtime. We all could. The heat and air. We'll replenish themselves as soon as we're able to boot up life support. So let's run it again. <sighs> That's the spirit. Eiffel? Righto. <clears throat> good evening, ladies and... Ladies, this is Communications Officer Eiffel. We're delighted to have you on board this Ford Pinto-class shuttle service for our, uh... 48th startup sequence attempt. Is there any way to stop him from doing this? There's no off switch. I've checked. As you can see, the captain has turned on the fasten seatbelt sign, so please fold up your dining trays, extinguish all your contraband smoking materials, and if you go in for that sort of thing, pray this rust bucket doesn't blow us all up. You good? Yep. 12-step program, take 48. Call it, captain. Engage aux power unit. Auxiliary power unit engaged. Set hard primer to number one position. Primer set. Engine's responsive. Hopefully not too responsive. Close power bus breakers. Breakers are closed. Priming fuel mixers. Mixer's primed. A little below optimal levels, but still green. Excellent. Okay. Here's the fun one. Main thruster ignition.
Phew. Great. Yeah. Great. I'm glad you're so enthusiastic, Commander. Let's engage the avionics system. You think the engine's stable enough for that? The power and the support systems on this boat do kind of have a rocky relationship. Avionics, Minkowski. Okay. Avionics system engaged. Confirm? It's up. Barely. Now for the $64,000 question. You know that even if we get life support up, there's still more to the startup sequence, right? Of course One I- One insurmountable step at a time. Eiffel, activate the life support systems. Hopefully activating the life support systems? Aye, aye. have overclocked the computer. Life support. That teeny little detail. At least the breakers are holding. There's a fix for this. We just have to find it. Something to ponder over tea on our nice, warm space station. The one with all the super breathable air. Shall we, ladies? Not so fast, Jeeves. We've still got about an hour on our suits, and I have a hunch the main bus inputs might be our culprit. Even if it is, it looks like the power failure zaps some of these wires. We'll need replacements from the Hephaestus' stores. That's fair. Commander, you grab parts and oxygen reserves. Eiffel and I will clean up the wiring as best we can in the meantime. Hira, can you initiate the pressure exchange? I'm going into the docking corridor. Roger, Commander. Starting docking procedure now. Door secure. Awaiting pressure exchange. 60 seconds, Commander. Oh, yeah. All these wires are going to have to come out. Um, why don't you let me take care of those? Feeling gentlemanly, Officer Eiffel? Mm, Well, in a sense, yes, but in another more accurate, more cowardly sense, no. I don't want you getting shocked and damaging your mega death switch. You know, it could have given us a chance to come around. I mean, we would have. Then the only tension would be the ship blowing up on accident. I don't have that kind of time. What do you- Ow! Commander! Commander Minkowski, come in. More detail from you, Minkowski. I'm okay. I guess I'm lucky it didn't fry the whole corridor. I'm just... Damn. I'm gonna be left-handed for a few days. What happened? Circuit fault? Power fluctuation? Not sure yet. Hira? Hey, 
Don't look at me. For once, this is outside my jurisdiction. But whatever happened disabled my ability to connect with the Festus docking mechanism. Which means? We can't open the station door. Commander Minkowski can do it manually, but only if the pressure is equalized. You'll have to manage that on your end. Somehow. With what? My raw animal magnetism? The life support system. The one we can't get to work. The pressure in there isn't enough already? Nope. <coughs> well, let's at least get you back in here, Commander, and No! Add- or... Let's not do that. Open the door and the air in here will disperse back through the ship. We'd have to run the life support system for longer. And right now, we can't run it at all. But we can't just leave her out there between a space rock and a non-smoking place. I'll be fine. The important thing is for us to work through it. Did you see whatever you did that caused this mess? Hey, what makes you so sure it's my fault and not Old Unfaithful here? You really want me to answer that? Commander. No, but it'd be nice if you cut me a little slack, since we're basically doing the aeronautical equivalent of herding cats. Hey? I'd be more willing if you hadn't clearly blown off inspecting the wire casings, or stranded me in an uninsulated metal tube. What? I checked them yesterday! Eiffel! No, really, Commander. You think I want to ride the USS Terrible Idea with all its conductors showing? Hey! Stop talking. The amount of time we have to argue about what happened or whose fault it is, is limited. Even more limited than that, however, is the amount of time we still have air. So, let's all indulge in one nice, deep, BS-cleansing breath, okay? (sighs) Now, we will get the life support online and the doors open. Officer Eiffel, you and I will rewire this console, run the system, and equalize the pressure. Commander Mankowski, you're going to do whatever you can to repair the door mechanism from the inside. And we are going to accomplish our respective tasks in a calm, composed, and level-headed manner. Understood? System engaged, Captain. Great. Just give me one second. Okay, try now. Yes, sir. Going for cabin pressure. No pressure. Absolutely none. Shut it down. That sounded... marginally less catastrophic. Yeah. Engine's holding, Commander, but still no dice on the life support. How are you doing? Not much more I can do on my end. And temperature-wise? Just keep moving. We're gonna get this. Right. So, what's next? 
so a mop walks into a doctor's office. Spaceship actual, please confirm the moth walks and doesn't fly. (laughs) Noted communications, the moth indeed walks into a doctor's office and he says, Doc, I feel terrible. I've been out of work for a year. I'm up to my compound eyes in debt. Please make this shorter than the one about the bear. I feel like my life has been a waste. I don't feel connected to the people I'm supposed to love. Very common complaints among the moth population. Right, yes. He says, my daughter's still not talking to me since she shacked up with that high school dropout and I can't even transverse orient my son because... How is this in any way useful? Because, Commander, if I don't keep my heart rate under control, none of us will be able to do anything useful. Or help this poor moth. Precisely. Thank you for keeping me on task, communications. My pleasure, actual. So this moth says, I feel like my entire life is nothing more than a fragile web of lies. And the doc says, you do seem to have a lot of problems. You need a therapist, a psychiatrist even, but I'm a dermatologist. Why did you come to me? And the moth says... Captain, you okay? The light was on. Hira, if you disable the ship's safeguards, we could run life support directly off the engine, correct? We wouldn't keep tripping the Oxpower's fuse light? Correct, Captain, but I don't think the risk involved is... Never mind that. Eiffel, stand by to run startup sequence. Hira, prepare to disengage the security interlocks. Captain, the VS3 is too unstable. The danger to the ship's... We're running out of options, Hira. And air. So, Hira does a thing, and either we get the life support on, or... Or the ship explodes. But I won't let that happen. Yeah, but... But I won't let that happen. Okay? Hira... Please disengage security interlocks now. Five seconds, Captain. Good luck. Let's go. Setting primer. Captain? Not now, Eiffel. Closing power bus breakers. Priming fuel mixers? Captain, none of these are happy sounds. Should we be- Shut up. Initiating main thruster and engaging avionics? Uh, Captain, the electrical system's going into the red and- Eiffel, life support, now! Uh, Okay, okay, engaging it! Confirm Sensors that are detecting an increase in the O2 content of the air yeah. and pressure. The airlock should open in 60 seconds. The hills are alive with the sound of oxygen. Oh. As 
Roger that, Hera. Thank you. Communications. Who's the man? <laughs> you are actual. Come on. You gotta say the whole thing. Alright. You're the man, Captain Loveless. I am. Thank you. Okay, Commander. <sighs> Thanks. Thank you. I guess you were right. The ship really could take it. Yep. And now we know that life support will stay on if it gets that extra kick of power. Yeah. The more you know, yay us. I know we've had a lot of setbacks. I know this isn't ideal by any definition of the word, but we've made it this far. We're going to be okay. I promise. Yes. But for now, let's head back and regroup. Hey, Commander. Your arm okay? Sore. But I'll be fine. You? Oh, still pretty thrilled we got the life support to fire up. And also pretty... not thrilled. You sure this room's bug-free? The Dread Pirate Loveless is pretty resourceful, I'll admit. But I've got instruments running interference like I'm... uh, Some sort of... Catcher at a... Political debate? thing? Not your best. It's been a long day. Hira, you're still with Loveless on the bridge? I'm walking her through the shuttle's wiring configuration. It should take at least half an hour. We'll keep it short. Life support. That was the big one. As long as that wasn't coming online, we knew we had time. But now? Now we might need to do something drastic if we're going to stop her from blowing up the Hephaestus. And Hira... And Hira. She's pretty civil for a murderer. I'll give her a look at that. I think I know what we should do. Watching her today? She could have opened the rear hatch and stranded you, Commander. She could have tried blowing the airlock. She didn't. Even in a crisis, she didn't cross that line. So that's what we need. A crisis. Eiffel, we have a crisis. It's a good day when we only have one crisis. Listen. The only way we know to get rid of Hair Trigger Von Bommenstein is for Loveless to disarm it herself, right? So we need to create a situation, a fake emergency, where it seems that's the only viable choice. Where having a bomb around is too much of a risk, even for the conspiracy theorist-in-chief. What have you got in mind? We keep pretending to help her. But we also start messing with the station to make it seem like something's about to go horribly wrong. Then... When we're ready, we spring our clever trap, and Captain Loveless makes a command decision to stop being crazy. That sounds complicated. Do you have an easy three-step solution? As a matter of fact, Hilbert's very own halothane knockout gas. Step one, we deploy it. Step two, we disarm the dead man's switch during Loveless's 20-hour nap. Step three, We lock her ass up and jettison that bomb into space. 
Commander, if I can survive a gas attack, I'm pretty sure Loveless will find a way to Rambo it back at our sorry asses. Plus, what makes you so sure you can disarm that thing on our arm? What if it's got a password or a failsafe? He has a surprisingly valid point. Thank you? Hira, you're the one that's going to be the most affected by all of this. What do you think? <sighs> I think it's a bad idea to confront Captain Loveless head on. There's no margin for error and no way to actually react. I actually like Officer Rival's idea. But is it feasible? What kind of emergency could we create? Uh, a bad one? It'll have to take her by surprise, whatever it is. But it has to be something concrete. Take away something she relies on, something that she would never question. Like air. Come again? Captain Loveless has kept both of you on a short leash, but she just thinks of me as a tool. She only gives me the time of day when she needs tech support, and only barely. She wouldn't think I was lying if I told her that, say, a meteor storm was headed directly for the station. Hira, you diabolical fox in the machine. Can I vote for this plan? Hang on. Can you lie about something like that, Hira? Your programming stops me from directly altering or fabricating information when I address station officers. Believe me, I know. But nothing in my databanks would prevent other crew members from, oh, adjusting my sensory systems, my interior station monitors, and my navigation controls to create a convincing simulation of an oncoming meteor storm. Okay, now I double vote for this plan. It is devious. And assuming we make all those adjustments without detection, it has a chance. But the second it starts to fail, we go to plan B. What's plan B? Great. Hira, we'll start making the adjustments to your systems. But I'd like you to start calculating release vectors for the halothane if we need it. I'll work on that. Good. Okay. Well, I think we have our mission. Yeah, it'll be great. This is awesome. This is totally going to work. This, this is definitely the play. I'm super stoked about this course of action. This is this is going to work. Yes? Shut up. <sighs> this is going to end well. This has been Wolf 359 by Kinda Evil Genius Productions. Tonight's episode was written by Sarah Shackett and directed by Gabrielle Urbina. The roles of Eiffel and Hilbert were played by Zach Valenti. The role of Minkowski was played by Emma Scherzarko. The role of Hira was played by Michaela Swee. And the role of Loveless was played by Cecilia Lynn Jacobs. Original music by Alan Rohde and audio recording by Jared Paul. Want an easy three-step solution to supporting the show? Step one, subscribe to us on iTunes. Step two, rate us on iTunes. Step three, review us on iTunes. You can also check us out on Tumblr and Twitter at Wolf359Radio for our latest news and extras. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. 
This is Yanni, and welcome to season two of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Calvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, a lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about Sinclair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Thank you.